When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The NFL season is winding down. The playoffs, they'll be here before you know it. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has offers that are getting even more amazing. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game. And if they do, you win $200 in free bets. Don't miss this action and just use code DNVR when you sign up over at DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also get NFL action with same game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, it's secure, it's reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your funds whenever you want. Even in the morning. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR. Just bet $5 on any NFL team and win $200 in free bets if they're victorious. That's promo code DNVR this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. you got to be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Are you ready to go live? Do you want to go live early? Yeah, I want to go live early so we can talk about the future. We're live now. We're live on YouTube. On what? On what? Oh, you. Okay. Actually, Let's on YouTube, it. Facebook, and Twitch. Twitch. Okay. Yeah, I'm getting like getting one or two, one or two Twitch viewers per stream. So, buckle up. Well, welcome okay. to those one or two people. Yes. Welcome, one or two people. Okay. This is the That's Good Broncos podcast, live stream, whatever the hell it is. I don't know. Will and I talk about the Broncos two to three times a week. And we did not go live after the game Sunday. And not just because the game was dog shit, but because Antonio Brown did some nonsense and I had to make a video about it. And boy, am I glad I did. I texted Will during the game. I said, get on that script, Will. He started working those Antonio Brown words in that video. Already at like 140,000 views, which is... He is the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, it's like 10 times more than a normal video in that time period. So hell yeah. Uh, Today, I asked everybody on Twitter what they wanted us to talk about because there's no point in recapping a game where half the Broncos starters were on the COVID list and the Chargers beat the hell out of the Broncos. So we're going to discuss who the Broncos may be looking at to replace their coaching staff if Vic Fangio does get fired. 
who's the head coach they bring in. Um, so yeah, we're going to get into that. But first, I have to remind you, today's episode brought to you by uh, DraftKings Sportsbook. It's a book of sports and you bet on the sports. Uh, code DNVR when you sign up over at DraftKings. Um, because if you use a different code, then hopefully it's just because you watch a different show of mine. <laughs> also, BenchWarmerBrew.com, my coffee company. I told Tom this this morning, but I had to I had to drink some lesser coffee this morning, Will. I had to make a pot of, uh, like I tried to buy like uh, decent bags of, of coffee, ground coffee for emergency situations. So I tried to buy good ones for when I wake up before the baby because I can't grind the beans if I'm up before the baby because I don't want to wake the baby up. So today I had to try some other coffee and I was drinking it and it was fine. And then she was awake, so I ground some beans for because I've been doing it in a French press because Jess smashed our coffee pot by accidentally on New Year's morning. Accidentally. So I've been French pressing it, so I make more coffee. Had my coffee right after the the store bought stuff, and I was like, "Damn, my coffee is legit way better than what I'm buying at the store." I don't think I had done like a taste test side by side since since I'd like tasted the beans to start it all. So I was like, Oh wow. I'm impressed with my own coffee. So that yeah, was, we'll, we'll take the Pepsi challenge any day. Yeah. You drink Pepsi. I'll drink my coffee and we'll see which challenge is which. Over. <laughs> um, okay. Well, before we, before we jump into the head coaches, Brandon McManus did kick a 61 yard field goal. That was nice. And that's literally, I think, Oh Yeah. I remember two things from the game. Mm-hmm. McManus kicking a 61-yarder and Pat Shermer running a reverse flea flicker on fourth and goal. Yes. I do want to point out that Jeremy McLeod is going to pay us on Twitter for me to mention that he has named it the Denver Dump as opposed to the Philly Special. Oh, the Denver Dump. The Denver Dump I think is appropriate. It was kind of a dump pass dump pass well it was a pass by kendall hinton to drew lock that was complete because lock made a hell of a catch hinton barely got the blast off because the chargers did not bite on any of the trickery (laughs) they were in everyone's like the the reverse or end around barely got off. The pitch back barely got off. The throw barely got off. Drew Locke barely got it. And the Chargers still smashed him before he got into the end zone. Yeah, I will say about that. And I am no fan of Pat Shermer, obviously. I mean, I've got two years of podcasts to back that up. But people were begging him to get creative. And he gets creative. Yep. And people are like, what the fuck was that? That's the worst play I've ever seen. Like, Okay, it didn't work, but you know I applaud him for trying something on fourth and goal. Um, I, I just don't the, think we've seen a Philly special not work, so it was a little embarrassing. Yeah, we saw the Jets execute it essentially with Braxton Berrios. Uh, yeah, well, it didn't. Even, it really that. didn't work. That one didn't work, and then Berrios was like, "Okay, there's another option on this play. I'm going to take that." It didn't yeah. feel like there were a lot of options, or they ran it against the wrong defense, or they didn't disguise it properly. The problem was obviously in the execution, but I don't want to give Pat Shermer uh, any other breaks because he doesn't deserve them. 
No, I just all. think like you're you're trying to run a trick play with half of your playmakers not in the game, with two of your offensive linemen out. Like it's just it felt like the wrong time to try to be creative. I guess I think that's probably... when you should run a trick play, but I don't know if you if you try three times on first, second, third, and goal and it doesn't work. I don't know. I I just didn't have a, a problem with the idea. But, uh, yeah, you know, maybe a variation on the Philly special instead of the exact same play that we've seen 20,000 times since Super Bowl oh, 52. That would require some originality, and Shermer does not have that. Ooh, look at this. Tease. Look at this stud. Look at this studly bear that's, of a man. That's a guy you get behind right there. Hmm. We'll be looking at our friends over at the Mile High Huddles article because uh, I needed some visuals and I had no time to prep my own. So we'll just take a look. <laughs> All right. Now we're going to talk about who we want, who might be good fits for Denver. But I guess the first question is, do you think Vic Fangio is fired? I think it's almost guaranteed that Pat Shermer's fired. That yes. Tom McMahon's fired because, oh, that's another thing from the Chargers game. The Broncos gave up a kick return for a touchdown and muffed and, a punt. Yeah, and they muffed a punt, exactly. Yeah, I think everything I've heard sounds like Fangio is going to stay and the coordinators are going to be gone. Aside from Ed Donatel, he deserves to stay, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I put it at literally right down the middle 50 50 yeah I think it's a flip, flip of a coin proposition if they get like totally embarrassed against kansas city at home to end the season um that could possibly sway them one way or another but i don't know i mean if you know three years into it he's coached 48 games in denver you should have an idea of whether or not you're going to keep him before the last game but, you know, uh, John Elway kept Vance Joseph after he slept on it, too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I Not think, that Elway's running the ship anymore. No, it's it's George Payton's call. We don't really know exactly how Payton's going to operate. Um, I thought if George Payton was on the fence about keeping Fangio, that the Chargers game sort of sealed this fate in terms of feeling good about moving on from him. Because they showed outside the defense played well early, the same story we've seen. And I know the offense banged up missing key guys, but they did nothing. They did nothing, 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 nothing. And as soon as you thought maybe there's a chance they claw their way into making this game interesting, they get stopped on. They know they score on fourth and one, but they have uh, a legal formation penalty, which we've seen plenty of times this season, which to me suggests they're not practicing it enough. <laughs> and uh, the, it moves them back to fourth and five. And somehow fourth and one and fourth and five, that's a huge difference in terms of you thinking you can yeah, score. Right. And they settle for a field goal. And then I and believe be that's when the, the, the kick return correct. was was the death knell right after that. So I wrote that exactly in my notes. It, it's absurd not to go for it on fourth and goal from the five when you're down 17 points in the fourth quarter. Yeah. In and a season where you have nothing to lose. 
Like, not a thing. I think I would have been happier if they ran the fucking Philly special again in that situation and yeah. failed again than just settling for the field goal there. I would have been happier if they ran a fucking quarterback draw with Brandon McManus on that play. <laughs> um, so what was the point? The point was the offense did nothing, and here's the issue. You have to have a slam dunk higher on your offensive coordinator you have to improve your quarterback because the one thing Vic Fangio has proven he's not going to do is add any sort of value to your offense he adds nothing he has no value to the offense I don't think I've ever heard him talk about the offense in a way where I go oh yeah he pays attention to what they do during I don't know if he knows their names to be honest Drew Locke he when he walks down the hallways at Dove Valley, he literally can't tell the difference between Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater. Yes. And they're different just, races, Will. He they are progressive. He races. does not see color. No, He's he like, definitely has no guys? idea which one is Brett Rippon and which one is Drew Locke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even with the nameplates on. So I think Fangio is going to be fired uh, after that game. I thought he had a chance. Um one thing people have asked, would he be, and we've talked about like the ideal situation, he could be defensive coordinator. That would never happen in an actual real NFL world where a yes. head coach would gladly be demoted to defensive coordinator while a new head coach is brought in. And it's probably not the right message for your team moving forward. I think that's a hard thing to get players to buy into, possibly. Yeah, you'd so, be better off um, just retaining Ed Donatel as defensive coordinator to kind of keep the Fangio spirit alive. Not sure if that would happen, but um, there's no reason to move on from Donatel from what I can tell. Yeah. And who knows because he's not calling the plays, but yeah. Unless Leonardo or Michelangelo or Raphael's available. Yes. Yes. Okay, well, let's just start going through a list here. Because should, we, should we just play smash or pass with the head coaches? Sounds good to me. Higher or fire? Yeah. So Brian Dable, offensive coordinator of the Buffalo Bills, he was somebody before the season started I, uh, I would be tight in the pants for if the Broncos were to acquire his head coach. Seen a little bit of a step back for the Bills offense. Seen Bills fans kind of criticize their play calling a little bit, which just might be what fans do when the offense isn't quite dominating. Oh, Bills Um, fans, you want to complain about your offense? Grow up. Yeah. Come on. Uh, I would be all right with Dable. I'd be all right with Brian Dable. I would be all right with him. Uh, however, it doesn't seem like in two years he's been able to scheme together a very good running attack outside of Josh Allen. So yeah. that concerns me a little bit because you want to maximize Javante Williams and whoever else is back there. Yeah, I agree. You know, especially if you draft a, a young quarterback, then that's going to have to you're going to have to lean on that as your identity for the better part of a year. So you you need you need a pretty dominant run game. And I don't know yeah. that he, he's put that together. So I Josh think Allen's smash. a beast. Yeah, no, yeah. 
I think we need smash pass or uh, save their number. Yeah, I'll save his Something. number. Save his number. All right, Leslie Frazier, defensive coordinator of the Bills. I don't um, hate hmm. it. I do think, I think there's I like, a, a yeah. I like the op- I like the opportunity for Leslie Frazier to be a head coach somewhere, but to mm-hmm. me, replacing a defensive minded guy with another defensive minded guy at head coach doesn't feel like what the Broncos need to compete in the AFC West. I see where you're coming from. Um, I'm not opposed to bringing in a defensive head head coach because you've got a lot of talent on defense and there's nothing wrong with putting together another elite defense. It just depends on who they bring in as offensive coordinator. Uh, I think that's, that's crucial if you're going to hire a defensive head coach. So I think for that reason, I I like, I do like with Frazier and a couple of other guys that I'm sure we'll encounter they deserve another chance to be a head coach because Frazier, he was a he was a good head coach. I mean, name name his quarterbacks in Minnesota. Like I'm pretty yeah, sure well, Frazier I mean, took um, Christian Ponder to the playoffs. Oh, was that that year? I mean, Adrian Peterson took him to the playoffs. If we want to be yeah, a little 20, more precise, twenty one wins. Uh, 32 losses, one tie with the Vikings. So there's also like the, the idea that, you know, a head coach who kind of fails the first time around, let him go marinate, come back and yeah. they'll have, uh, some more success. We got your boy lettuce with the super chat, S- super smash on Dable, especially if you draft a mid first QB. Thank you. Lettuce. Mr. Lettuce, uh, as always. Now here's here's interesting. Here's Ooh. interesting. Ooh. Kellen Moore of the Dallas Cowboys, their current offensive coordinator. Uh, the Cowboys are probably going to have two options on this list. Yep, Dan Quinn, Kellen Moore. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan Quinn, kind of getting hot in terms of not not just the Broncos, but. A, the Jaguars wanted to interview him. He said, fuck off. You're the Jaguars. Uh, Dan Quinn has been, that makes it's been like leaked. A bit more. Yeah. It's been leaked that he's on George Payton's radar. Um, I think Dan Quinn just needs to be a defensive coordinator for a while. I think he's kind of found what he's really good at. He's got young talent in Dallas and I think what he has to offer in terms of if he is the Broncos head coach, players like him. I've heard Michael Parsons talk very highly about Dan Quinn, about how one of the first things he talked about with Michael Parsons is caring about him as a person, not just a a, a football player. And that meant a lot to meant a lot to Parsons. So maybe he's the right guy, but out of him and Kellen Moore, Kind of lean towards the young Kellen Moore, 33 years old. In defense of Dan Quinn, Dan Quinn is not the reason Dan Quinn is not a Super Bowl champion. Kyle Shanahan is the reason that Dan Quinn is not a Super Bowl champion. Right. You but... go back and look at his tenure in in Atlanta and eight and eight, eleven and five, reaches the Super Bowl, ten and six, wins a playoff game, and then he goes seven and nine, seven and nine, and then oh and five, fired after 
the first five games in, in 2020. I, he's not as bad as people make him out to be. He really isn't. No, I don't think he's bad. I wouldn't be mad if that's who they land on. But you want if you like you can blame Kyle Shanahan for the Super Bowl loss. You can also blame the head coach for not making the adjustments himself. Trumping your offensive coordinator and say, "Hey, we need to run the ball some more and take some more time off the clock, Kyle. So why don't you yeah. do that for me?" Like I want a head coach who is aware of those things while they're happening. And first Super Bowl, yeah, there's a lot of pressure there. Maybe he's learned since then. Maybe he's better since then. Like, but to me, that feels like what Vic Fangio would do. Just like, oh yeah, the offensive coordinator <laughs> fucked it up, and I didn't do anything about it to to change during the game. Um, yeah, that, I mean that makes a lot of sense too. Um, one thing I will say about Kellen Moore too that's interesting. Um, it would be re- it would be totally weird to see like someone who I remember vividly watching play in college become the head coach of my favorite NFL team. Yeah, um, you got the Broncos connection already there. Obviously, quarterback at Boise State for you know 15 years or however long he was there. Um, imagine if you if you trade for Aaron Rodgers. And you've got a 38-year-old Aaron Rodgers with like a 34-year-old Kellen Moore. Your quarterback's uh, four years older than your than your head coach. That yeah. is uh, a bizarre, bizarre dynamic. I will say, same age as Russell like, Wilson, though. Yeah, you look like you're older than Kellen Moore. If I'm being honest, I do. Yeah, it's yeah. He needs a. I think this is contingent on we have to ask him to grow some kind of facial hair. Mustache. Yeah. Mustache, at least. What if he can only grow a Hitler mustache like Randy Bullock? Like Randy Bullock, yeah. Um, hmm. Then that's probably we don't want that. Yeah, I mean, usually putting people with those kinds of mustaches in positions of authority historically yeah. has not worked out very well. No. Maybe a Charlie Chaplin mustache is what you're Charlie saying. Charlie Chaplin, yeah. Quinn takes 80% of the blame for the Falcons after 28-3. to three. Mm. Um, I'd like to see your calculations on that, Mr. Lettuce. I, I think what Moore feels like is just the polar opposite of what we have. And that's, yes, I'm not Which saying not that's the right answer. A good thing. Yeah, no. And you're right. If the Broncos do get a, a quarterback like Russ or Rogers, you, it kind of feels like you want a guy who's got actual head coaching experience to steer that ship. Um, if you want to steer the ship in your own life, why don't you do a DraftKings Sportsbook? Play some bets on some sports games? DraftKings is the only way to do it. We've hit the final week of the pro football regular season, and college football is heading into the Nat Champ National Championship, if you will. DraftKings nice. Sportsbook has unbelievable offers for fans to get in on the action for this exciting time on the football calendar. New customers can bet just $5 on any football team to win their game, and if they do, you win $200 in free bets. So let's wind the season down with a big win. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet on football with same-game parlays, combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. Like if you want to bet on how many touchdowns the Broncos won't score, how many players won't score, that's safe. So download DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR. DNVR. Bet just $5 on any football team, college or pro, to win $200 in free bets if they're victorious. 
That's promo code DNVR this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. Got to be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. All right. Here we go. So, smash or pass? Yeah, I'll, I'll, oh, wait, I'll we smash, smash or pass. Uh, we passed Le- Leslie Flavor. I yeah, I'm, I'm going to pass. I'm going to pass. I'm not going to say keep his number just to be nice. Yeah. I will pass on Kellen Moore for now. I'll keep his number. Yeah, keep his because you know the Cowboys. You know the Cowboys are all over it. The Cowboys want yeah. him to be their new new head coach, and it's fun to piss off the Cowboys. Yeah. Yes. Dan, Dan Quinn, Quinn, keep his number. Keep that number. Keep those Here points. is the golden ticket. There we Samuel go. Hackett. Oh, that guy looks like a head coach. That guy looks like a head coach. He's, guy, got, that he's got head coach face. He's got head yeah. ball coach face. I did not think that's what that man looked like. I pictured some more scruff, some hair, a hatchet. Uh, all right. Yeah, Nathaniel Hackett, it, it's kind of like um, – Kind of reminds me of like Nathaniel Hawthorne. Is that his name in, in Last of the Mohicans? Maybe I'm getting something confused here. But Nathaniel is a is a strong name to go with when you could just be Nate Hackett. Yeah. Nate, Nate. Hackett? I don't know. Nathaniel Hackett. Whew. We're cooking with something Hard. there. Hard smash here. Uh because I think if you bring it in Hackett. You're believing there's a chance you're going to get Aaron Rodgers as well. Um, this idea has sure. been floated. We talked about it a little bit. You forget that Matt LaFleur has an offensive coordinator. That is Nathaniel Hackett. And as you pointed out, I think in the last podcast, uh, he took the Jaguars to the AFC Championship game, calling plays for Blake Bortles. He was their OC when they made it there, Will. Is that correct? That is entirely correct. Yeah. So, I think this guy's put his time in. Uh, he's coached up a bad team, which is something I think is very valuable. That's what I like want out of an offensive coordinator is a guy who's done more that with with less. You know what I mean? Exactly. To me, a guy who succeeds with like Aaron Rodgers as your OC only, that doesn't impress me because I feel like Aaron Rodgers is mostly his own offensive coordinator most of the time. It's like... Uh, <laughs> You know, Adam Gase doing well with Peyton Manning, not fucking impressed. Uh, but Hackett did a lot with with Bortles, so I like that. That speaks. Yeah, I mean, so he did a lot too with um, with the 2014 Bills, who went nine and seven with EJ Manuel and Kyle Orton at quarterback. Oh, he had them looking pretty good. They were, um, well, they were 26 in points. Let's ignore that. No, sorry, in yards. 18 in points. Uh, you know, they were decent. They were decent. He was just learning. That was his second year as an OC. Um, but, yeah, he, he he did his best job definitely with the 2017 Jaguars. And then, you know. Just add out of here. He's going to be responsible for two straight – Aaron Rodgers MVP seasons. Yeah. What more can you ask? Uh, I think we'd both take Hackett. I think that's a big, big time smash. Big Let's smash. Hit him up. 
See what he's doing. Here's tonight. another smash, Greg Roman. So oh. I want to pitch it this way to you, Will. Would yes. you hit? Would you? Let's just let's just say the Broncos don't get Rodgers. All right. Okay. Let's see where you're going with this. Because this is a pipe dream. You would you rather have Greg Roman or Nathaniel Hackett as your head coach? Oh man, I really like Roman. I, I like him, but I do question why he hasn't gotten a chance to be the head coach yet because I think like Vic Fangio, he was a big reason the the 49ers were in the Super Bowl back in 2012. He was the offensive coordinator with that team, did a great job with Alex Smith, and then engineered that Colin Kaepernick offense, made him look really, really good, played to his strengths. He's, you know, he's the guy that masterminds that Lamar Jackson read option, whatever you want. Uh, running attack in Baltimore. Uh, the fact that he hasn't become a head coach yet is honestly really, really surprising to me. And I don't know. He, maybe he's one of those guys that is just uh, an offensive savant and maybe not cut out to be a head coach. I don't know. Hmm. Do you think maybe the resume the is incredible? Or, yeah. Do you think the Harbaugh's have a spell on him and he can only be – OCs for Harbaugh's? I think that's very likely. You have to be a, a very certain kind of person to get along with any Harbaugh. You got to be a dude, right? You got to be a bro, a dude bro, a dude bro. Well, dude bro. the two Harbaugh's are very, I will say they are very different people. Uh, yes. And um, <clears throat> I would much rather hang out with Jim Harbaugh. Ooh. But yeah, you'd have to be a dude and a bro. Uh, Wayne Does he Martin look like Dale. a head coach? Uh, pass. Greg Roman? Yeah. No. I don't know. He looks like I don't an, know if he looks like a head coach. He looks like an offensive line coach. And he does. <laughs> All right. Wink Martindale, Baltimore Ravens defensive coordinator. He was with the Broncos before, so there are ties He put there. together one of the worst Broncos defenses in team history. Yep. Um, granted, there was exactly zero talent on that defense. Um, besides Champ Bailey, who was hurt most of the year, and Elvis Dumerville, who was hurt all the year back in 2010. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pass on Wink. Oh, well, just like, listen to that name, Wink Martindale. That's a coordinator's yeah. name. Yeah. Okay, well, Plus he's always doing this. We're, and it we're really approaching like 30 people. minutes. All right, well, Byron Leftwich. I'll take a, I'll take a smash. Okay. Yeah. I'll take a smash. Uh, look, I'm not impressed that he's calling a good offense with Tom Brady and all of the weapons they have. But I will say if Tom Brady wanted to play in Tampa, and a big reason why is Byron Leftwich. And I'm not saying Tom Brady's a great judge of character this week based on his defense of Antonio Brown. Right. Other than that, I kind of trust. I kind of trust that there's something there with Byron Leftwich, and it's not just based on his success with Brady. I like that he is a younger offensive coordinator, younger offensive mind, but he's not like a hot shot, my way or the highway kind of guy, because he's he's known struggle in the NFL. He was uh, an early first round pick that struggled at quarterback. NFL. I think that probably humbled him a little bit. So he doesn't have the Napoleonic McDaniels syndrome that you worry about with those guys. Yeah. 
So I'll smash. He, I'll smash. Yeah. Well, he was quarterback for the Jags, right? He he was the yeah he was a first round pick of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. He's been through some shit. Marshall. <laughs> yeah. He he's had some Ooh. ups and downs for sure. Here's a guy I like. Here's Todd Bowles. This is a smash for me. Hard smash on Todd B. Smash. He got he a t- like- he got a ten and six season out of Ryan Fitzpatrick and the Jets. Yeah, he was he was not a bad coach with the Jets. He just couldn't get him over the hump. But since he left, <laughs> things have been far worse. Uh, Todd Bowles is interesting because there's a chance if Todd Bowles came over, he could probably bring Byron Leftwich with him. That is uh, certainly possible. I think like you're. I mean, I don't know. You know what I mean? But like, if you're Byron Leftwich. And you don't get a head coaching gig, but you have a chance to go prove you can be an OC with a different team, with a different quarterback. That does, I think that increases your value for your next head coaching spot. So maybe he would follow Todd Bowles. Uh, Bowles would just need, you would need like all these guys. You just want, you, you like, we really want to know who the offensive coordinator is going to be. I, I don't think I've ever been as yeah. fascinated with who the next OC would be in my entire life. I mean, but that's yeah. really what would be like a more interesting segment, to be honest. But we don't know these guys at all. Like, we don't yeah. know the offensive coordinator candidates outside of guys who are already offensive coordinators. Like, you can talk about someone like Mike McDaniel from the 49ers, but yeah, it's hard to hire a guy into a lateral position. You can make someone an assistant head coach and uh, give them a pay bump, but – you know, usually you want you want to scout out like a quarterback coach or yeah, you know, running backs coach, one of the positional coaches, and and turn them into uh into the next stud OC. Yeah. But it's hard to I'll identify who, that guy. No, it is. I know who I don't want is whoever the Dolphins' offensive coordinator is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Fair enough. Is Cray? Thank you for the super chat. Glad you were watching GPS this morning. Um, oh god, stupid websites. Eric B. Enemy, hard pass. Will pass, 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 pass. Uh, I think it's weird. He hasn't gotten a head coaching gig, and I think Andy Reid is more responsible for their offense than Eric B. Enemy. Uh, ooh, Mike McDaniel, Andy Reid is offensive coordinator. Yeah, there you go. There's your guy, Mike McDaniel, OC San Francisco. Hard pass. I don't want to see another guy named McDaniel ever again in Denver. I don't care how talented he is. Um, he does not have head coach face. He has some of the worst head coach face I've ever seen. Um, he is Ooh. quintessential offensive coordinator face, like especially when he's wearing his glasses. He looks like he fits on Kyle Shanahan's staff but you have to look up some other pictures of mike mcdaniel to see just truly see yeah okay doug he peterson is, uh, <laughs> looks like a gamer hard pass. doug peterson is he is confusing i feel like yep. there's a lot of baggage there too much baggage i think frank reich uh was more responsible what was a big part of it i think like Doug Peterson would have been fine for a while if their coaching staff stayed in place. Um, 
but here, here's a well, Raheem Morris. Ooh, interesting. Um, interesting indeed. I, the comments, Clint Kubiak. That's also interesting. Clint Kubiak Even, for head coach feels a little premature. premature. A little premature. I do want to point out a guy who might be interesting is Mike Kafka. Could be an interesting oh, offensive yeah. coordinator. He is Who's currently he the quarterbacks coach and passing game coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, that's right. And Mike Kafka, if you remember him, was a uh, quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles um, on Andy Reid's squad back in the day. I don't remember that. The, the offense would be Kafka-esque. Kafka-esque. I read a book called Kafka by the Kafka by the Shore. Uh, Dennis Allen, that's interesting because I like Dennis Allen. I do. He his biggest problem was that he chose the, the Raiders. Raiders job. <laughs> yeah. And go look I at the talent that. on some of those Raiders teams. Because Dennis Allen he was, was a, great in Denver. He was a great defensive coordinator. I was pissed when he left. Um, I was happy yeah. that he crashed and burned for leaving the Broncos because it looked like they were just putting that was like through a, a stretch where the Broncos had a new defensive coordinator like every year and it was like oh shit I think we found a guy with Dennis Allen and then it was he was too good and he was stolen uh, a lot of time in New Orleans uh, winning organization there I could fuck with Dennis Allen I could smash that I'd smash, yeah. I, I think he knows the organization already. Um, you learn a lot failing with the Raiders. Just ask Mike Shanahan. Yes. That's what he did. I mean, don't – you could use this example against me and say Hugh Jackson uh, got worse after coaching the Raiders. Um, that's okay. I, I really like Dennis Allen. His head coaching record is eight and twenty-eight currently. Um, but those were some abominable Raiders teams. I'd just yeah. like to point out. Very, very probably, bad Raiders teams. He probably probably learned a lot coaching with Sean Payton, who if like I could get a guy who is gonna just switch head coaching jobs for a new city, I would take Sean yes. Payton. Um yeah. I'll smash Dennis Allen. Um, I think that's enough. That's enough candidates we went through. I got to go give my daughter a bath and put her down to bed. So, Same. yeah, Will just had a daughter. Uh, he didn't tell anybody. That's why he got a new apartment or house, I mean, and uh, he's got to put her down to bed. Yeah. Correct. Cool. Big Ben Roethlisberger's final game in Pittsburgh. Your thoughts very quickly. Oh, I hope he I hope they the Browns destroy him. <laughs> I have no love for Big Ben. None. Oh, really? None whatsoever. It, it's incredible. No one's made Big Ben look better than Antonio Brown recently. I know. I know. He's made Big Ben look like a model citizen. Crazy. They they both uh quietly made sexual assault allegations just disappear. They really did. They really did. They could teach a master class on that, which I would not recommend attending that class. 
No, do not go to that class. I'm just saying they know a lot about it. Clearly, yeah. Uh, all right. <clears throat> oh yeah, AB a- is, is still a Buccaneer currently because if he is actually hurt, they got to figure out how to get rid of him. Some shit like that. Uh, yeah. Let's just say we 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 want Antonio Brown on another team for our sake because he is a cash cow and um he's a he's content gold he's content gold and i don't know like out of the when you look at this incident in totality far from the worst thing he's ever done oh not even close this is not the this is not the like straw that broke the camel's back he just happened to embarrass the team publicly yeah He's a good player. It, like the Bucks actually do need him. The Bucks didn't really need him last year. They do need him this year. Yeah, because they don't have Godwin. Uh, Correct. Uh, they they're gonna have they're gonna lose in the playoffs. I feel it. I feel a loss in the playoffs for the Bucks. Agreed. Uh, we'll see. The Broncos got one more week. We'll see how many coaches are fired. I'm assuming it's at least three big ones. Maybe just two. Who knows? Will. Good night. John Elway played his entire career without an ACL. Who's Kevin Kelly? I have not heard that name ever. Let's see. Kevin oh my Kelly. God. Sounds made up. Kevin Kelly is an American football coach who formerly served as the head coach at Presbyterian College. Oh, this is the guy who never punts. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Nice. I can, get down nice Alec. I can get down with that, yeah. And good luck. The NFL season is winding down. The playoffs, they'll be here before you know it. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has offers that are getting even more amazing. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game. And if they do, you win $200 in free bets don't miss this action and just use code DNVR when you sign up over at DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also get NFL action with same game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, it's secure, it's reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your funds whenever you want, even in the morning. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR. Just bet $5 on any NFL team and win $200 in free bets if they're victorious. That's promo code DNVR this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. you got to be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.